0: Dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Draft Time. Welcome to Big Q and A. This is Fabiano, and uh, I'm glad to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. And here at Faith FM, or especially on the Draft Time program, uh, we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and this is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy as well. And so, friends, thank you for tuning in. And we are glad that you have tuned into uh, this particular program. You are in the right place. And we are so thankful. Wherever you might be, if you are driving home, if you happen to be home or still at work, we are thankful that you have tuned in. This is the Drive Time program. Once again, this week we have been covering the theme, uh, Relevant or Redundant, Ten Commandments in a Post-Biblical World. But today's question is, Relevant or Redundant? Is God Unreasonable? So we'll be uh, tackling that question. Is God Unreasonable. Now, once again, I have here my good friend, Pastor Hugh Hinnon. How are you, Pastor Hugh?
1: Oh, I'm very well, Fabiana. It's wonderful to be with you again and with our listeners as well on what wonderful. is a very important question. Yes. Yeah, is God unreasonable? And, uh, uh this is uh, an interesting question. <laughs> when we, we talk about the highly rational right. and, uh, basis that underpins all law, and that is yes. God's Ten Commandments, just That's how right. reasonable are those Ten Commandments which yes. have been formed? All- all of, or you know, all the uh, moral, yes. uh, or thoroughgoingly moral laws <laughs> okay. of today.
0: Yeah, wonderful. No, this is going to be a wonderful uh, discussion, and as well as a wonderful study because we're looking into the Ten Commandments. Um, and uh, when whenever we hear about the Ten Commandments, I know that there are people who may not who may have no clue about the Ten Commandments, but there might be others who have heard of the Ten Commandments, but hey, they think that, you know, those were, um, you know, uh, for the Israelites. And there may be others who may be thinking, well, uh, Ten Commandments today, really? Uh, didn't Jesus just give us, you know, two commandments? So we when we t- when we discuss under this topic, uh, I'm conscious of the fact that there are a number of views Mm-hmm. Uh, uh um uh understanding. Uh, of uh, the Ten Commandments uh, and uh, their relevance uh, relevance uh, relevance I should say for today um, yeah I'm, I'm interested I'm curious as well as to where we're going to go with this but yeah that what a question is God unreasonable <laughs> that is a that's a fascinating question but let me just invite our listeners once again to download the Faith FM app because if you do download the Faith FM app you'll be able to listen to us wherever regardless of the uh, uh uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 um, network uh, or the frequency, I should say, dropping out. You know, from place to places. But hey, so long as you have data on your phone, you'll be able to listen to Faith FM live. And not only that, you can actually uh, uh, um, uh, schedule certain programs. You can have reminders on the app. You can also listen to other programs, not just the draft time program, but other programs uh, that are aired on the uh, Faith FM radio. That I found to be quite exciting. Also, if you are interested in getting uh, 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 in touch with us, uh, if you would like us to pray for you, or if you have a question, you can also reach out to us by uh, just dialing the number, well, not dialing rather while we're on the radio, but rather texting us uh 04-888-808-11.
1: Whew. <laughs> oh, you um, took me right back there just now. Kind of, you know, <laughs> know, dialing. I thought, oh, those rotary phones of years gone by. <laughs> They're exactly. yeah, the ones that used to hang off the walls. uh oh, those, those were the phones. Those were the oh, days. Oh,
0: those were the days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so zero four triple eight zero eight eleven. Please let us know where you're listening from. We'd love to hear from you. What is your name? Uh, here in the studio, we have Pastor Hugh and my name, Fabiano. Once again, we are thankful and a uh, privilege, really, to be able to share uh, our biblical truths uh, with with uh, those who are listening all across the country. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Just before we get into today's uh, discussion, I'd like us to just once again discuss uh, some of the things that have been happening uh, around the globe, some of the um, uh, headlines. And I know that for those who watch news, they are bombarded these days with uh, uh, news about you know what's happening in the ukraine uh as well as the uh, interest rises that are you know uh scaring mortgage o- mortgage owners and, and renters as well because obviously that makes it hard for them to rent you know when things are not right uh in the housing market but but despite of all of that that is happening i just want to share something that is airing uh in the religious sphere and uh now some of you uh uh, either way, that I tend to read from time to time from the Christian headlines, and that's where I want to, uh, share from. And, uh, this is apparently, uh, a news article about a movie, uh, uh, actor or actress, I should say. Uh, they are, the headline says, Jesus Revolution filmmakers announce new film, Ordinary Angels, starring Hilary Schwank. Uh let me read quite a bit and you I uh, get an understanding as to why I found this you know to be an, an, a, a bit interesting. Uh it says here the filmmakers behind the recent faith-based movie Jesus Revolution announced their next film which will be based on a true story and will start two-time uh, Academy Award winner uh Hillary Shrunk. Uh Shrunk. Okay. The movie titled Ordinary Angels tells the story of Sharon Stevens who Uh, 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 who is who who is the character of whom uh, Shrunk will be playing. Uh, A fierce but struggling hairdresser in a small town of Kentucky uh, who discovers a renewed sense of purpose uh, when she meets Ed Schmidt um, uh, a widower uh, working hard to make ends meet for his two daughters. With his youngest daughter waiting for a li- uh, for a liver transplant, uh, Sharon sets her mind to helping the family and will move mountains to do it. What unfolds in th- uh, is the inspiring tale of faith, everyday miracles, and ordinary, ordinary angels, uh, an overview provided by Kingdom Story Company, reads. Now, we could go on on the uh, article, but I wanted to quickly ask a question Pastor Hugh, Um, what does the term, or yeah, what does the term ordinary angels uh, say to you
1: Mm, I guess what it conjures up in my mind is that, uh, you know, originally that word angel uh, right. comes from the Greek word angelos, right. uh, and of course it goes right back into Hebrew as well, but in, in both the Old Testament and the New Testament, yes. uh, it talks about messengers. Uh-huh. And so an angel is not just someone with, with wings and a celestial uh, outward appearance, Right. Uh, but an angel can be just simply a messenger, or actually in, at, at its essence, that's what right. an angel is, is a messenger. And, and we can be a messenger for God, uh-huh. we can be a messenger for the enemy, we can be a messenger Messenger, just simply for ourselves. Right. And yeah. I don't know about you, but if I want to be a messenger for someone, I want to have the, uh, I want to have the greatest message, and I want to ha- have it from the greatest uh, source you could possibly have it from. And so uh, uh, that would be to be a messenger for God. So, so when I hear ordinary messenger, oh, sorry, ordinary, <laughs> ordinary angel, <laughs> yeah. uh, the first thing that comes into my mind is uh, people just like you and me. Right, right. Uh yes, of course there are angels. Uh yes, of course uh, uh they they move on behalf of God uh huh. for the sake of his people and yeah. for all people everywhere. Uh but uh, at the same time you and I can do things that uh angels long to do, right. but they don't have the opportunity to do it and that is to share the greatest good news ever known. Right. Anywhere, anytime. Uh, all at once uh-huh. yeah, to, to to borrow a little bit from uh, another movie just <laughs> yeah, okay. one to get the Oscars but <laughs> okay. you know this is the greatest news there ever is and that's right. the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and Amen. and you and I can be you know ordinary angels doing extraordinary things in yes. the name of the most uh, wonderful being in the universe of God wow. um, so that's what comes to mind for me is okay. you know, yeah you ordinary and I can angels. be so, ordinary angels
0: alright oh, so yeah. in a sense then you have kind of drawn us into that category mm-hmm. isn't it of those uh, I mean in a sense, if we, uh, use the, uh, uh, um, the definition you've, which you've given, in a sense, we are all messengers. We are all ordinary angels, really, in a sense, mm. in that we are sent out, uh, that's quite fascinating. Now, I wanted them to ask this question, Pastor Hugh. <laughs> uh, you knew there was something along <laughs> in the pipeline. set up
2: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, as so being ordinary angels, are, yes. these are, these are, or, or messengers, let me put it that way, especially mm. for those who have taken on the name of Christ. Yes. Um, well, Scripture, especially, uh, more so in the Old Testament, uh, it tends to speak about um, how uh, God has a bride uh, yeah. Those whom he has sent out uh, as ordinary angels uh, to the world to witness and to bear an image of God, uh, mm-hmm. represent him and speak for him mm-hmm. in a sense, be the mouthpiece uh, to a certain degree uh, for God. Um, but God always has an issue with his ordinary angels uh, in that at times he says they have played a hierarchy. Um Ooh. And and that's quite a strange, well, not a strange, but that's quite a hard saying in a sense because... Yeah, the strong word. Yeah, yeah, I mean, these are ordinary uh, 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 people, mm. um, but God has a certain expectation, uh, I mean, from these people because they have actually uh, uh, taken on the name of Christ. Well, I'm, I keep referencing to the New Testament, New Testament because they have accepted God. Let me put it that way. They're in a loving relationship with God, um, but yet they're ordinary, but... There is something which God uh, 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 looks for, and when they do not uh, align themselves with the, you know, with His will, at times, especially when they go after all these other things, mm. God uh, 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 says, you know, they have played a harlotry. Look that word, a halatry. Um So I wanted to obviously extrapolate from. This title Ordinary Angels Because today uh, uh, Angels Could mean A number of things And uh, Oh thank Thanks for those Who are texting in We can see your text Coming through Those listening from Victoria Thank you Welcome uh,
1: Yes yeah, so, from, from my old Nick of the Woods too So that's from all right. Raphael all right. I, I don't know if I know Raphael But I know where you're from Because uh, Leopold was very close to uh, Where I grew up
0: Oh there you go yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some connections Yeah absolutely Okay right. yeah, yeah. Great, to,
1: great to see your name Popping up there Raphael.
0: Oh wonderful Wonderful So So, yeah, uh, so I'm going to extrapolate from this word, ordinary angels. Mm. And obviously here, obviously, for those who might be listening for the first time, they might say, where are you heading with this? But for those who are people of faith, at least, they would understand that, well, we are ordinary. We are uh, messengers. But it seems like God has always had a a certain standard, Mm -hmm. a certain rule, a certain Mm -hmm. regulation. And every time the people of God stepped out of that, Mm -hmm. God was, if I could put it in human terms, uh, hurt, uh, or felt like he was, uh, cheated against. And yeah, do you mind helping us, I guess, unpack that, unpack, unpacking that a bit more? Yeah, there's a lot to uh, unpack there. Yet, simply because <laughs> I want to kind of tease out this, uh, 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 uh idea of us mm. being ordinary, uh, messengers of God. But yes, yeah. God wants a certain something from us. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I guess I put it this way, uh, really, Fabiano. That is that I, I see where you're coming from, and I would uh, suggest that yeah. uh, what it indicates is that that uh, we are in the eyes of God anything but ordinary. Right. We are not just merely ordinary everyday messengers. Okay. Uh, we are ambassadors. In fact, we are much more than that. Right. Um, he wants to not just dispatch delivery agents uh-huh. on on his behalf. He wants to be in a personal, loving. Uh, All-consuming, all wondrous relationship with with each one of us, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the, the joy of that is that uh, we are elevated okay. in the eyes of God. He He cherishes us. We are a wonderful treasure uh, out of all the people of all the world. To think that God would choose you, and not just you, He does that for everyone who is willing to enter into such a relationship with Him. Yeah, uh, and it is 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 an amazing thing to be in a a a, a a completely unconditional relationship with God. Yes, there are conditions on the nature of relationship. Right. But the love within that relationship is unconditional. Yeah. Mm. And what I mean by that of course is that that God is steadfast, he is faithful, he is sure in yes. the commitment that he's made to us. Right. And, uh, and so we are very much elevated uh, in his eyes and any time that we step out of that in some way, uh and and kind of defile really the relationship or or denigrate ourselves. Yeah. Then God is really saying, oh, please don't do that to yourself. Right. You know, I see you as so much more than that. Yes. You know, I, I don't just see you as a uh, as a as a uh, one side of a uh, of a uh, uh, a relationship or of a contract. Right. <clears throat> I want to be in covenantal relationship with you, an unbreakable bond. Uh, I will move heaven and earth on your behalf. And in fact, so much so that God did an incredibly extraordinary thing by becoming the messenger for us, mm. in God the Son, by coming here to this earth and giving up his life that we might live. And so so it's it's a, it's an amazing thought when we realize the depth, the height, the length, the the greatness of God's love for each one of us and that God would do anything in order to uh, envelop us in his love. So as a result of that, yes. uh, God is really saying, I, I want you um, to truly understand what the, the depth of my feeling towards you and I hope that you return and respond in the same like and manner to me as well. Uh, and so it goes from just being... Mere messengers uh-huh. uh, to having this, this deep, sweet uh, communication between God and us, uh, every single day. Uh, to, right. to have that kind of security in relationship is, uh, sadly not all that present, uh, at okay. times in, in the world, right. uh, as it currently is. And, mm. and, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, guess in answer to so, that, that great big ball of things okay. that you've passed yeah, in my yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd suggest that, uh, uh, that for God we are not just merely instruments, we are not right. merely creations. Uh, we are His cherished bride.
0: So we are ordinary, but also extraordinary. Oh yes, sense. oh yes. And uh, we are in that sweet, loving relationship. Mm. Um, but whenever we um, leave, or yeah, whenever we live in a way that does not um, harmonise with that relationship, then God takes offence at that. On
1: our behalf as much as
0: his right right you know,
1: it's it 's not a one way street okay you know, so, so God is not some sort of fickle um, capricious person who acts out of uh, out of some kind of uh, envy or some kind of self interest Right, um, he 's actually working on be- our behalf to try and act protectively and lovingly towards us okay. and, and provide us with the uh, the very best outcomes in our rela- loving relationship with him. Um, and and so much so that we see this in so many parts of the Bible where okay. um, when God steps in, so often people are, are overawed at, <laughs> at, uh, at the statue and, yeah. and the, the, the wonder and the power of his being mm. that he has to say, hey, fear not. Don't be afraid. So mm. the first thing that God wants in, in our life is for us not to be afraid of anything. Anything, yes. but as John says in First John right. uh, and in chapter four, he says that you know perfect love, God's perfect love, mm, casts cast out me. all fear. Mm. Um, but right. furthermore, in Isaiah, Isaiah says that uh, uh, where is that now? Isaiah forty no no forty three where where he says that um, uh, that I have called you to myself. Uh, i 've called you by name, yes you are mine, you know? oh, but he doesn 't wow. say that in a possessive sense, he uh-huh. says that in, in a wondrous sense to, to think that that we, we would be his and, and that he is unconditionally ours um, that 's actually a, the act of a humbling God, a humbled God wow. who, who, who humbles himself uh, to actually come into relationship with beings like us, so yeah you 're right you know uh, there's, uh, we, we might be just ordinary everyday people, but in the eyes of God, we are something so much more.
0: And so, God is reasonable. He's
1: very reasonable. In fact, he's more than reasonable. <laughs> God. All right. In fact, he is radically reasonable. He is scandalously in love with us, uh-huh. if I can put it that way. Yes. Uh, the gospel is uh, the most amazing story of all of uh, the greatest love of all, mm. for the greatest number of people, Wonderful. Uh, yes. and uh, that includes you and I. That uh, that have become estranged from God, and uh, you use the word harlotry. And really, I guess what he's saying there is that you've wandered away from this relationship with me. I'm not just going to give up on you though. Right. You know, I, I love you so much so that I will humble myself even more, and I will seek to woo you back to myself again. Mm-hmm. So, look, um, I don't know if we do justice to God in our very, uh, 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 very Poor uh, attempts at communication uh, about and, and language in talking about the uh, the greatness and the uh, the wonder of who God is and how He feels about us, but hey look, I think that 's probably a good place to start in talking about you know the the reasonableness but also more than reasonableness the the radical uh, claims of god 's love uh, in our life and we 're going to look at that I guess today when we look at the seventh commandment because we 've looked at uh, this week the uh, Ten Commandments overall on Monday. We looked at, uh, on Tuesday, uh, a couple of other hosts there also looked at uh, the Fifth Commandment. Uh, The Sixth Commandment was yesterday with another couple of hosts. And then today, I guess that then falls to us to look at the Seventh Commandment. Not because we want to be fixated on that, because it's just our turn. And just happens that we're looking at the Seventh Commandment today. Mm. So, if anyone's thinking, oh, what's that? Go to your Bible, look up Exodus chapter twenty, uh, and see if you can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven down the list, and yes. see which commandment we're talking about. And when you do, you might think, "Ooh, that's something that we need to talk about."
0: <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> and I guess uh, me part of me introducing, I mean, introducing that word harlotry uh, is because I'm cognizant of the fact that we're going to be talking about the seventh commandment, and I'm wondering, yeah, these terms that uh, you find in scripture, um, and yeah, and what they really mean and, and where, where they're coming from and the, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the, the space, no, sorry, the, the, uh, the relationship of which, uh, they, they derive, uh, uh, in the midst of how God relates and deals with, you know, those whom, uh, uh, he calls extraordinary, even though they're ordinary at the same time. Uh, so yeah, and because we find those words in scripture and they are not in a positive, um, um, category. But yet they're important because later on when it comes to the Ten Commandments, we find the roots of that, I guess, uh, or at least uh, how they apply to us when we come to the Seventh Commandment. Well,
1: cutting to the chase, I mean, when you're talking those terms, Fabiana, we're really talking about faithfulness and unfaithfulness, right? That's right. And uh, look… the Apostle Paul put it really well in the New Testament. We spoke to Timothy, a, uh-huh. young, a young pastor, and he said to him, Timothy, uh, even when we are faithless, God is faithful still That's right. because he cannot be untrue to himself. Uh-huh. God, you know, you hear so much in today's society about, you know, uh, above all else, be true to yourself. <laughs> you know, and, and when it comes to God, uh, he is very true to himself. Mm. And what does it mean for God to be true to himself? It right. means to be true to you and me. He's right. actually put us, get this now, God has put us above Himself. Wow. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean we should do the same. We shouldn't put ourselves above nah. God. <laughs> I um, guess but sorry. that would be taking advantage of the relationship. But God yeah. has put him put us above himself. That's, I, that's I guess it horrifying. comes
0: back yeah, sorry, it guess comes back to what you were saying, the extraordinary mm. thing about mm. um, um, those whom God has created and loves. Mm. That's quite amazing. Yeah. So wow. God is
1: a very faithful partner.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, that's good. Now, I, I think we should get into the subject. Yes. Um, yes, <laughs> all right. I'm let's, always intrigued where you,
1: where you take uh, us at the beginning of our programs. I love it. I'm
0: always interested in kind of, uh, extrapolating and exploring
1: and seeing how we go, but. If you haven't picked up on folks yet, uh, Fabiano is the ultimate philosopher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but... Uh, well, all right. I guess this is, you know, the right time to start. Let us pray. Mm. Bless God for our guidance. And uh, and then we'll come to a song just before we actually get into the actual study. Uh, let us pray together. Father in heaven, we are thankful and we are grateful. We are so thankful because today we are, li- we are alive and um, we, uh, especially... Us and those who are listening to the radio program, we are so privileged to hear from your word today. And uh, we pray that as uh, Pastor Hugh shares with us That you may quicken our minds to hear And to understand what your will is for our lives today So that way we may grow in that loving relationship And Mm. draw much closer to you Mm. This we ask in Jesus' name, Amen Amen. So friends, thank you for tuning in And dear friend, wherever you're listening from Please remember that you can actually uh, follow uh, the other programs uh, That uh, you might have have missed uh, throughout this week from the draft time program if you go to faithfm.com.au or if you download the Faith FM app now let me come to a song and this is a wonderful song uh, uh, by Pillars of Our Faith Choir Take Time to Be Holy this is a song which uh, I like to encourage all of us to listen to carefully because it has such beautiful words and then after that we'll come to the uh, study and to the topic You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time with Pastor Hugh in the studio and Fabiano. Pastor Hugh is our regular co-host on the radio program and we are delighted to be able to uh, journey together as we study on this very important question, is God unreasonable under the theme of the Ten Commandments which we've been studying throughout this uh, whole week. Now, friends, I'd like to ask our Pastor Hugh uh the, the question, really, that uh, we are discussing today, is God unreasonable?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think He is. I think that God is uh, the ultimate realist and uh, extraordinarily reasonable. Mm. Um, <clears throat> now, of course, uh, reasonableness can often be interpreted through the lens of what you and I wish to do. Right? Uh, what you and I wish to do may seem perfectly reasonable to us, but yes. we don't always see the whole big picture. Uh-huh. Thankfully, God does. Amen. Uh, and He does in a way that, that takes into account the very best... Uh, Outcomes that okay. that can be ours right. as well, uh, you know. And I think about my children. My children are still growing up. Uh, they, uh, in some ways, are ahead of where I was at the same age, and that that brings me great joy. You know, right. I, I want to think that one day they're going to be far better than their dad. They're going to be uh, even better. Oh, this this boggles the mind. Better than their <laughs> mum. I don't know how right. anyone could be better than their mum. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but but the truth is, I want the very best for them. God is our father. Mm. He wants the very best for us as well. That's wonderful. Uh, and uh, and so. Look, um, when we talk about this, each one of these Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments really uh, are about God giving us some parameters, <clears throat> you know, ten eternal principles mm. as, as parameters of safety really designed for life and the, right. the, the ultimate in life yes. uh, around us to protect us and to bless us. Mm. <clears throat> and that is just as much true for the seventh commandment as it was for the first and as, as it goes on to be for the tenth as well. That's right. Uh, and all of them are really built out of... Mm-hmm. You know, the preface or the preamble um, of the Ten Commandments. So often okay. we skip past that. And, and in uh, Exodus chapter 20 and verses 1 and 2, yes. it says there that God spoke all these words. You know, let's let's get this now. <clears throat> so often, God speaks through prophets. Mm. God spoke this. This is, in fact, God went so far as to write down the Ten Commandments with His very own finger. That's this very is how significant. Important these Ten yeah. Commandments are. Uh, he didn't want anyone to mess this one up. Right. You know, He's <laughs> taken a lot of risks through human instrumentalities, uh-huh. but but in this case, He used His own finger to write the Ten Commandments in stone. And, in stone, wow. you know. So, so in other words, these are meant to last and to help us to last
2: wow. as well. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: and uh, so, uh, look, he starts out here by saying, "I am the Lord your God, who brought yeah. you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery." Mm. Yeah, this is the whole purpose of the gospel—to to, to yeah. take us out of slavery into freedom.
0: Hey, that's that's exciting. It is yeah, to to yeah. be
1: truly liberated mm. means to go out of chaos and out of an uncontrolled environment where we are constantly at risk, and to find ourselves into yes, a, an orderly and a safe environment that is designed to be protective and to be nurturing of all the very best that God has in mind for us. And, wow. and that's certainly true in His relationship with with us as human beings. And so He's okay. given us these Ten Commandments, uh, designed to to uh, to achieve that. This is also true for the Seventh Commandment. Yeah. So when God says, thou shalt not, listen to me, you know, King James there, but, you know, <laughs> thou shalt not commit adultery, uh, that's just as much about God saying, hey, look, I'm giving you some parameters of safety here because mm. I, I don't want you to end up in a world of hurt right. and of pain and of heartache and of dis- destructive practices that will tear you apart inside and out, that yeah. will leave you so broken you won't even remember what it was like to be whole. Mm. Uh, and so, and, and tear up all the people around you in such a terribly destructive way. And so God is saying, I want to I keep you uh, safe from that. Mm. <clears throat> but I also want you to enjoy the very best of what I've given to you. And get wow. this folks, God designed, God made, it was God's idea for
2: sex. That's right. You
1: know, that should not be a radical idea. That should That's not right. be mind-blowing. God is the one who gave yeah. us sex. He gave us sex for the purpose of uh, uniting two lives together as one yeah. in 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 beautiful harmony. Yet, you know, two very different lives and yet two lives that become one in emotion and in spirit. Uh and and uh, united in uh honoring one another, cherishing one another for as long as they then live. Uh but also a place of procreation yes. where where then children can be formed. These one of a kind, unique, uh and precious children that are the perfect combination of those two individuals uh, right. to to then uh form a safe, loving environment for them. And so that's why God says you shall not commit adultery. Now what is adultery? Well uh-huh. you know adultery is you know, we two adults, two consenting adults hopefully, not no nothing here about rape. Um Oh yeah, hey, look. Uh, that's a very good question, actually. That, that you've silently raised with me just there, Fabian. Yes, look, parents, if you are listening to this with children, uh, this is probably a program. I didn't actually think to, to raise this. We didn't until just now because uh, I guess it was just part of the 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 uh, sequence of, exactly. of topics for this. Usually, week. we just share as yeah, we go. Just that's share right. As we go, but uh, <laughs> uh, but look here, yeah, look. If you do have young children with you, this might be a good moment. If if. For in the sake of age appropriateness, yeah. just to consider um, you know, whether this is the right program for them. You can also listen back on Faith FM uh, yes. online, and then yes. you can decide for yourself as a parent. I do that all the time hmm. uh, on behalf of my children, and and like I was saying, these Ten Commandments are all about providing safe environments <laughs> within That's which right. to explore the That's most right. important issues of life yes. uh, yeah. and and have the best life. So yeah. with God, and so. Um, yeah, so hopefully, uh, as parents, you'll, you'll you'll do what's best for your children. There. So coming back to what we were saying, right? Um, when it comes to to adultery, what is adultery? Adultery is when two consenting adults, hopefully consenting, you know, n- nothing to do with rape or anything of that nature. That's a okay. horrific thing to inflict upon another human being. That's right. Um, and and there's also the sad toll upon the rapist. You know, I'm not trying to defend a rapist, but no. they're doing damage to themselves as well. well yeah. Oh yeah, you know, they, they, they need to wake up to, and and we hope that they will. Mm. But but. Um, what a terrible toll it takes upon the raped yes Uh, it's like a living death for so many people Mm. and God loves someone in that situation wants to protect them too and so adultery is all about (coughs) making sure that sexuality is Mm. expressed uh, within a loving relationship that is gentle uh, that is respectful that is dignified consensual consensual that that, that lifts each other up uh, that seeks the very best for each other uh, and that is committed to one another. It's not going to run off Mm. and have sexual relations with somebody else and break the heart of the person you said you were committed to. And also that could be so destructive and would be so destructive to any children that they have together as well. Mm. Uh, And if we we live in a society today where so many families are broken, and a lot of that does go back to the abuse of this commandment where people have said, oh, you know, Sex is free, you know. Mm. The sexual culture revolution of the uh, 1960s. Do whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm. But sex has never been free. We are free to yeah. have sex. Yeah. But when we when we uh, don't do so responsibly, uh, we end up losing freedom. We end up chaining mm. ourselves to a whole lot of shame and pain yeah. of our own of our own uh, uh, doing. So so. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that's really clear what we're talking about there. Now, look, why is this topic so important? Why is it so relevant, and why is God so reasonable?
0: Yeah, so, sorry, Pastor Hugh. So, mm. so you just talked about adultery. So, yeah. uh, just I guess in the most simplest form, then, are you saying that that uh, adultery is uh, is is when someone uh, uh, um, goes outside of the? Uh, um, uh, I'm thinking of the word wordlock, but that's kind of yes. archaic at the moment. But but outside of the marriage union, yes, right? Yes. The, the 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 um. Okay, yeah, outside of the marriage union and uh, uh, wants to have sexual relations with a person other than their spouse.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> other mm-hmm. than uh, uh, other than a man with a woman and a woman with a man in, yes. in a spousal marriage relationship. That, okay. that was, that's, yeah. this is not Hugh Heenan speaking here. This is what God was saying. Right. Yeah, this is how God designed. That's the, what Scripture teaches, isn't okay, it? That's yeah. right. That's what the okay. Bible, Bible declares. Right. Uh, and it's the only union that can have the joy of creating. Uh, little ones in yeah. the image of those two people who engage in this wondrous act that leads to the formation of family. That's right. Uh, where uh, mm-hmm. the very best, and sometimes the very worst, but you know, the very best of life can be found. Um, the worst, when it's abused. The best when it's honoured, and that's Mm. what this seventh commandment is all about. Yes. Um, So, look, where are we coming from? Why is this so relevant? Why is it? Why is God so reasonable? uh, Can we say when it comes to this commandment? Uh, Because a lot of people say, "Well, hang on, I want to do what I want to do." Well, look, where I've just come from Uh geographically, uh, I spent uh, other than the last couple of years prior to that, I spent sixteen years Uh in New Zealand. All right. And in New Zealand, New Zealand is world renowned for its environment, uh, for its beautiful scenery. Uh, it is a place that people love and long to go if mm. they're going to go on overseas trips and so on. Yes. Uh, and uh, probably the most successful tourist slogan <clears throat> has ever been known in New Zealand history uh-huh. is 100% pure New Zealand. <laughs> right. right. Uh, and it's been hugely successful in marketing New Zealand to the rest of the world because it is something incredibly attractive. Mm. Yes. You know, about something being 100% pure. You know, when something's uh, pure and unspoiled, not tainted, not corrupted, but it's an original state – it's just so incredibly attractive for us, isn't it? Wonderful. Because, because we know that it's genuine. We know it's real. We know it's safe. Mm. A- and the same holds true when it comes to each other yes. as well. Yes. Uh, so, yes. for example, when a boss employs someone, she wants to know, yes. um, you know that, that he will be a fruitful, faithful worker of good character. And so she looks at his CV. She looks at his resume. She calls right. those referees up and she asks the hard questions, knowing that past patterns of behavior are usually a good predictor of future patterns of behavior. You don't just entrust your business to just anybody. Uh, you know, When you're looking for a housemate to entrust your home and your house to, it is the same. And, mm. and look, it's the same when it comes to a doctor or a surgeon that we entrust our body to. It is just the same. Yes. And so how much more should it be the same when, when we're looking for someone uh, to entrust our heart to, mm. you know, to spend your life with, which yes. includes, by the way, our finances, your business, your house, your home, and your body. All those things we just talked about. That's right. Um, and includes all of the above. So, you know, 100% pure is not just a slogan for New Zealand. Wow. It is not, well, rather, it's what anyone who cares about themselves looks for in another. Someone pure, unspoiled, mm. genuine, real And safe. Now, that's not to say that for those who have spoiled their life, those Uh who have acted in a way which has been destructive to them and established a pattern, that there is no way out of that. There is and there can be. And I want to just say from the outset that uh, towards the end of our program today, uh, I want to just have people keep on listening. Yes, understand why it's so important what we're talking about, but understand that God also has a plan of redemption and restoration right. for those who found themselves caught up in in a really polluted um, uh, set of relationships or, or, or mindsets, and that God <clears throat> is able to to help you start again. Yes, um, and so uh, so just bear that in mind. We will come back around to that thought uh, towards the end of our time uh, together today. So, but this is really important because look, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone needs forgiveness, especially the sinner, uh, and especially the sinner that you and I know best, and that's ourselves. Um, uh, but, that's right. <laughs> but, but not everyone is, is safe, and not every form of behavior or relationship, or relationship behaviors for that matter, are safe for that matter too. So, uh-huh. so for example, let me be really, really blunt. Did you know, Fabiano, that, yes. that in the 1950s, that you could count the number of STDs on one hand? Now. People might think, well, what's an STD? Well, exactly. <laughs> I want you to know, people, that, that what we call STIs in the last decade or half a decade, sexually transmitted illnesses, folks, that's just a, a diluting down of the reality mm. that really these are sexually transmitted diseases. That's you could count on one hand the number of sexually transmitted diseases in the world uh prevalent in the world uh uh, back in the 1950s today in the sexually permissive culture that lives outside the bounds of the seventh commandment in which we now live there are now more than 30 sexually transmitted diseases or stds in the world today diseases that can cause you to become infertile unable to have children what a terrible Mm. you know diseases which can kill you or even worse rob you of the ability to fully enjoy your life fully enjoy your health even while you're still alive and so in in other words In the lifetime, within the lifetime of some of our listeners, we've gone from... Uh, yeah, uh, intimacy be, being between one man and one woman as husband and wife as normative and anything else being deviant uh, to now abandoning the normative and uh, embracing the deviant and what's the result the results stick with us now folks the results uh-huh. because we care about our listeners the rates of STDs have skyrocketed wow. and this is causing immense harm to a lot of people so let me yeah. tell you the stakes are really high mm. when it comes mm, to this mm, commandment mm, mm. Uh, yes. and God only has our best in mind so yeah this is very right. very relevant and God is ever so reasonable when he talks along these lines
0: Aha, uh-huh. that's that's quite interesting so yeah, I mean most often we uh we we think about you know uh, adultery and then we think about hey, it's, it's just when someone maybe uh you know you know sleeps with obviously sexually uh, 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 with another person or uh, uh, who who whom they're not married to, mm-hmm. uh, but little do we actually think about uh, some of the uh uh, uh uh pain heartache mm. uh th- that is involved especially for the other spouse yes. uh, little do we think about the disruption mm-hmm. that it brings within the home mm-hmm. uh, and little do we think about uh even even for the person as well the guilt that they carry uh, um, uh throughout uh you know um uh, uh, i mean from that time onwards as they wrestle and uh tries to i guess once again have a so-called normal relationship after the math, right? But yet things don't really gel as it used to be before because mm. it's as if the waters have been muddied now. Yes. And so there's all these th- these other all these other things that we hardly think about. Mm. And I know that hey, carnal nature—that uh, is, you know, the the, the self, uh, or as some people call it, the you know, the inner ego. Most of the time, you know, when one is going down that track, hardly do they think about those things. Mm. And, and I can understand that, you know, in today's society with social media and many other things, our minds are being, um, uh, um, bombarded with all, with all kinds of messages. And sometimes mm. we may be tempted to follow what we see on the screen, mm. uh, or the narrative or the, uh, 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 um, uh, you know, what appears to be, uh, the, uh, you know they uh how can i put it what well, appears to be good and fun thing in that area of uh uh, uh sexuality but Let's also come back and uh, think about the consequences. I think that's what you're raising, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, because so the fact of the matter is that um, you know, some of these images that you're talking about, and some of the depictions that you're speaking of, that they really they uh, they can make things look so appealing and so exciting. Uh, yeah. You know, it can it can set you on fire, but you know that's a fire that's going to burn you. Exactly. Uh, and, and the fact <laughs> of the matter is that <laughs> that's uh, a
0: good way to put it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah but, but the fact of the matter is that uh, uh, that the, the the most deeply satisfying. Yeah not dissatisfying, the most deeply satisfying mm. and the most wonderfully, uh, 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 well, that, that word again, satisfying yes. uh, relationship you'll ever have is a committed monogamous relationship for life. You know, it's that's right. It's uh, obviously one that's not abusive, by the way. Mm. Yeah, mm. one that's truly mm. committed and that's loving, right. really that's right. truly that's right. loving. From um, the heart. From yeah, the heart, yeah. 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 Um, so, look, um, th- this is why. Uh, when God gave the Ten Commandments, He, He gave them to keep us free from slavery and, right. and free to enjoy all the very best that He has in mind. Um, and so, you know, when, instead, um, of, uh, uh, sexuality, uh, you know being adulterous with someone other than your spouse right uh, and so whether intentionally or unintentionally uh, to use and abuse someone uh-huh. um, you know, for your own sexual gratification or for theirs or both you know someone that you have and that you use up today and feel free to dump on the scrap heap tomorrow right even if that's not how you set out Mm. Uh, that's how it can often end up being. Yes. But instead, sex was meant to be a wonderful gift from God. You know, a, a physical intimacy between a man and a woman for the purpose of uniting two lives as one. You know, for creating children yeah. uh, and forming families in which the you know, really the loving, uh, a faithful and committed bond between a mother and a father gives the stable and the secure. Right uh, and nurturing environment in which children really then begin to thrive. Mm. Uh, you know, It's like what uh, the Bible talks about at the very beginning. It speaks of it in this way, in, in Genesis 2, in verse uh, uh, 23, that when God brought the woman to the man and the man to the woman, the man said, mm. <laughs> uh, I inserted that mm. <laughs> but, but He said, this is now bone of my bones <laughs> right. and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, woman. because mm. she was taken out of man. man. In other words, the, you know, from the origin from their inception, that they were to be bonded and united with each other. And so, it goes on to say in in Genesis 2.24, it says, "...that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh." And then it says something really interesting. Uh When their lives are united, Adam and Eve, Adam and his wife, were both naked, and they felt no shame." Let me just point, it, point out something here. Yeah. <coughs> Extramarital coitus or any kind of coitus or, or, or um, uh, uh, sexual intercourse yes. is, if it's devoid of love, if it's devoid of commitment, Yeah. what are you going to do when you're finished? You're just going to look at each other and stare at each other and say exactly. oh, okay, well, um, yeah. you have a nice day. You know, feel low, and you feel empty. That would be yeah. so empty. Yeah. You know, so, so isolating yeah. uh, so, and, and, and deeply, deeply dissatisfying. That's uh, right, and and so there's there's no contentment to be found in that. The excitement comes and it goes, and there's right. nothing left behind. Yeah, uh, and uh, and so in other words, uh, God is saying, I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to look at each other and feel no shame, but to have only joy. You know, in that relationship. Mm. Um, and look, this is why. And I really want to say something really important here. I wonder if you can and perhaps, perhaps provide me with, with uh, just a flow on for a bit. Uh, normally, we have a bit of another song around this point in time. That's right. That's can, right. We, can we maybe just skip that today? Because I, I think we're on a really important topic here.
0: I'll just I'll just let our listeners know that we do have a free offer. Um, yes, and that and free offer is hey, a wonderful book. You know, today people are searching for meaning, answers, and they have questions such as the ones we, which we are wrestling with today. But, hey, there's this wonderful offer, God's Truth Can Change Your Life by George R. R. Knight, I should say, George R. Knight, that is George Knight, but R is the, uh, uh, um,
1: that American middle, that middle issue. name, that's it, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Issue. that's it. I <laughs> love that. Yeah. They? So,
0: if you're interested in this one of a book, one that you should have, I believe, I'll let you know shortly how to get it, but, Please do stay with us because we want to uh, uh, continue uh, 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 hearing um, uh, from what uh, Pastor Hugh is sharing. Because I, I believe that this is helping us actually understand a lot as a, a truth that is relevant today. Mm. Uh, yes, take it away, Pastor Hugh.
1: Oh, yes, sir. so yeah. Look, th- thanks for being on it because I think what uh, we what I just want to share next is so vital, uh, and that is that you know a safe, loving relationship in which, as the Bible says, there yeah. there is no shame, mm. uh, and there's only transparency, and there's yes. joy in it. There's no shame then for father or for mother or for child or for family. Exactly. And so compare that to the, I guess you'd say, try-before-you-buy mentality of the, you know, heartbreaking experience of intimacy without commitment. Mm. You know, you can be intimate. Oh, wonderful, but no commitment? How hollow and, and soul sort of yeah. that is. Yeah. Um, but commitment without intimacy, uh, well, you know, that, that can be good where it's impossible to enjoy sexual relations. But but where it is possible, um, then you begin to wonder about, well, you know, how how deep is the feeling even where there is commitment. You want to have yeah. both of those things to be fully complete in a relationship. That's right. Uh, and so whether it's sex before marriage or whether it's cohabiting as if married but without the willingness to clearly, clearly commit to the other person, uh, think about how uh, disabling that is for the other mm. person. Mm. You know, compared to married couples, yes. I want you to understand something now. Unmarried couples, statistically, sociologically, the facts right. are now in. And the, that is that unmarried couples are twice as likely to break up that they wow. are five times more likely to suffer from violence,
2: mm. and
1: that's that's particularly terrible for women. Yeah. And it's much more likely to be unfaithful to each other, even if they do go on to get married later on. Wow. Yeah. So it's just so important to honour each yeah. other from the very start. Yeah, that's right. Uh, as one family merging into another family, as mm. you, as two lives united together as one. And yes. the ones that most likely are to suffer in all of this, guess who? The kids. Yeah, yeah. they're the Definitely. ones who are. They, suffer they're the quite most. in between. Mm. Yeah, and so there, there's adultery. Uh, in marriage as well, yes. that can take take place too, and someone always gets hurt, and it's always the ones that we're supposed to love the most yeah. as well. And look, wow. uh, I could just uh, I'd be quite keen to rattle off a whole series of examples <laughs> to you that I've encountered over the years, with with names changed and so on. Yeah. I'm going to not do that because we we don't have the time to do that. But but let me just share with you some further statistics that should really open up our eyes, mm. because as we're saying, someone always gets hurt, but how tragic! When it's your spouse, when
0: it's your mm, children. Wow.
1: Um, do you know what happens, Fabiano, to your spouse when you commit adultery?
0: Well, my mind, I I'm guess, not can you only imagine. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can but, but, yeah. But, but definitely what I can think of, Pastor Hugh, yeah. is that, hey, first of all, there's, uh, uh, um, their heart is broken, uh, uh, they feel used, uh, yeah. they feel, um, uh, innocence isolated now. They start feeling the, the separateness, uh, and not only that, um, uh, I, I, I can only imagine how maybe, uh, your sexual relations, uh, well, next time we're in bed, you know, things might not be, you know, the flavor may not be there. If I could use those words. In a sense, it's like just things, things would just be going downhill. Mm. But, but I'm thankful that you did say though, because I'm conscious of the fact that, hey, People on different journeys, there might be those who have already gone that far, but, but God is a God of a new, of new beginnings. Yes, he is. Um, however, isn't it good to actually do the right thing so you don't have to go through, uh, uh, um, you know, that horrible and difficult experience that's right so mm. for
1: those who haven't committed adultery we yeah. hope that this has come at the right time yeah. uh, so that you never have to go through that that deep dark despondent valley yeah. but at the same time uh, for those who have gone through uh, the, the darkness of adultery uh, even if it hasn't yet been discovered because yeah. you know trust me it's going to be discovered or, or be perceptible in some way or another even just slightly uh, to your to a spouse who really knows you mm. um, and so um, uh, there can be a new beginning yeah. And, and that's what God is capable of doing. He's the designer right. of marriage who brought Adam and Eve together, and he can do the same for you and your mm. spouse as well. But yeah. look, here's just a few things that do happen to, to your spouse when you commit adultery. Um, something to bear in mind the next time you get tempted, and that is that um, 74%, so these are real figures now, 74% yeah. suffer from appetite loss or overeat, 78% suffer from sleeplessness, uh, another 78% have feelings of hopelessness. 33% have suicidal thoughts. I've actually sat across uh, uh, from uh, one couch to another and looked in the eyes of a man whose wife cheated on him uh, uh, a number of times, and he said, I just don't feel like I want to live anymore. Wow. You know? It had just sucked the life out of him. This was a beautiful mm. couple. I That's believe very it destructive. Happened. Yeah, yeah, couldn't believe it happened to them. Um, but you know what? Praise be to God. They did have a new beginning because they, they put uh, God and they put each other yes. right at the very center of everything uh, and they they were restored and they were redeemed out of that. And, and uh, their marriage today is actually stronger. Now, I'm saying that you commit adultery to make your marriage stronger. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying it can actually destroy your marriage. But because it was on such a precipice yes. and because they gave it all back to God and said, God, help us, uh, he was able to give them a new beginning. But Amen. look, for our children, it's also devastating. Yes. Absolutely devastating. Ninety-four yeah. percent of children <clears throat> have difficulty trusting others when there's adultery in the family. Mm. Uh, and it becomes known. At some point, quite often it does. 82% believe themselves of less worth than others. Do you want that for your children? I certainly don't yeah, want that for my kids. Not. 79% yeah. um, uh, suffered in their spirituality. Their relationship with God suffered because of the parents' unfaithfulness. Mm. Um, 70% suffered in their emotional life. 69% suffered in their own marital relationship years down the track. Wow. Uh, 62% suffered depression <coughs> and uh as a one-off or periodic or even
2: lifelong.
1: Mm. Uh, and 38% suffered eating disorders because of the unfaithfulness of their parent <clears throat> to, their, to their other parent, and that then causes them to be so destabilized in their trust issues towards others and their, the way they see themselves as well. <clears throat> it is incredibly devastating and destructive. And wow. it begins not in our behavior, but get this, it begins in our heart. Mm. Uh, you know Jesus said that um you know even if you just look lustfully at a woman yes which begins in the heart that's and right begins in the mind that's right uh then you have actually committed adultery you know yeah. because why does he say that yeah. um well because uh you, you the 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 action begins with the thought exactly. and it grows from there that's right and so the beautiful thing about this though mm-hmm. is that as as powerful as the feeling, sexual feelings that many people have yeah. and temptations that may accompany that, right. God's love and his ability to redeem and to restore Good. and to forgive and to change and transform mm. is even so much more powerful. Yes. Where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. And, and so uh, there are times where uh, people's, you know, people's heart go one way, but God says, I can change your heart and I can restore your heart uh, and uh, I can take your heart of stone... And an unfeelingness and insensitivity towards your spouse.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh and loss of I guess seeing things clearly in the haze of, of uh lustful thoughts. And I can restore to you a heart of flesh, a sensitized heart, a loving heart. Um as the as the apostle Paul puts it, I want to just uh, share this thought with us all. Yes. Second Corinthians five and verse uh sixteen says so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view. I don't mm. know about you but uh, lustful thinking and adultery that's that's a very worldly point of view. Yes. Right? Yes. Though we once regarded Christ in this limiting human uh, the the this uh, dehumanizing way, you know, looking at someone in a worldly point of view and belittling them. Uh-huh. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Mm. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, mm. the new creation has come.
0: It, wow! The old has gone. Uh-huh.
1: The new is here. Wow! Wow! If you are in Christ, if Christ's in you, yes, then He can bring about a new you. Amen. And make you a better husband or a better wife. A better mother and father than what you were before. So, look, there's so much more we could say on this topic, but yes. look, uh, adultery is so destructive, <clears throat> very destructive, uh, and yeah. it is something which God wants to keep us from. But look, if if we find ourselves in it, God is able to restore us. It may not. Uh, it, there's going to be consequences regardless, but nonetheless, God can can bring beauty out of ashes. And I want to give people that hope as they're listening in today. Uh, and uh, and uh, <clears throat> the, the the thought is that uh, or the 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 joy of this thought is that God says, like a bridegroom to his bride, he says, return to me, and I will return to you. And so, uh, this, this tells us that even in spite of the terrible consequences of adultery, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, this, this one of a kind irreplaceable relationship with God doesn't need to have been lost. God can restore it again. So I want to give our Wonderful. listeners that hope.
0: Thank you. And those who wanted to get hold of that copy, you just have to send uh, the following code word, SA109 to the number 04888811. Thank you, my friends, and may God bless you. And this has been the Drive Time Program.
1: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Turn
2: your eyes upon you since